The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, thanks for joining me on the journey. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, February 27, 2023, Monday of the first week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Anne Line. She was an English martyr from Dunmow, Essex, the daughter of William Hygham. She was disowned by him when she married a Catholic, Roger Line. Roger was imprisoned for being a Catholic and was exiled and died in 1594 in Flanders, Belgium. Anne stayed in England where she hid Catholic priests in a London safe house. In this endeavor, she aided Jesuit Father John Gerard until her arrest. Anne was hanged in Tyburn, February 27, 1601. Pope Paul VI canonized Anne Lyne in 1970 as one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales. St. Anne Line, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh Jesus, I come before you at the beginning of this day. I gaze at your face. I look upon your side, pierced by the lance. Your wounded heart speaks to me of God's love poured out for us. Take, Lord, and receive my heart the words of faith that I speak, the works of justice I would do, my joys and sufferings. When I come to the Eucharistic table, gather my offerings to your own for the life of the world. At the end of the day, place me with Mary, your mother, and for her sake, take me to your heart. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today, this first weekday of the first week of Lent, the Church offers us in our liturgy a selection from Matthew. It's the famous selection of the sheep and the goats. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. 
Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. We can recall the rest of the gospel. It's our Lord bringing it to the goats that they did not do those works of mercy. Those works of mercy, perhaps we remember well, the corporal ones at least, to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, to clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, visit the sick, visit the imprisoned, bury the dead. And you, Lord, say, you did not do it to me when you didn't do it to the least of your brethren. The text of this parable, Lord, you gave us is the parable of the good and faithful servants and the one servant who buried his master's money. The parable after of the wise and foolish virgins, those with lighted lamps who brought oil with their lamps and those who did not. In all of these three parables, there is a final separation with eternal consequences. Back to today's parable, I'm willing to venture that even a young child raised in a city could separate real sheep from real goats. And what about our Lord telling us here? What do you say? You say, Lord, we have eyes to see. We have ears to hear and, and a heart. We can see when people are in need because we ourselves are often in need. And you want it to be so that we help one another, that we carry one another's burdens. And there is the challenge. Will I be one who can see and hear and then do these works of mercy that you take very personally, Jesus? It could be a temptation that I see, well, I, have to, I can do those things. I can do those things. So if that's the ticket, let me be about it. I'll quit being a goat. I'll give up being selfish and doing selfish things. Here I go. I'll feed the hungry. Where is the nearest soup kitchen? I'll start logging the hours. I'll power my way past purgatory with pizza for the poor. I'll heap up heaven handing out helpings of hamburgers. I'll do it, I say, I'll do it. Well, not a bad idea to do these wonderful things, but there's a deeper movement here. Georges Chevreau says, let's get it firmly into our heads that it is Jesus Christ who converts us. It is he who turns us round and changes us till we are completely transformed. Being converted does not mean first detaching ourselves from evil, from the evil that attracts us and promises us, us happiness, even a short-lived happiness, and really only a mirage, but it is sort of a sort of happiness, because otherwise we would not sin. But being converted means, first of all, turning towards Jesus Christ, turning towards him constantly, to find in him a greater happiness, a joy that is higher, that goes deeper than any other. And that is what turns us away from evil. A faulty method, he goes on, lays undue stress on the renunciation. It's true that it is indispensable. Our Lord has told us so quite clearly. But you must admit that to give up something just for the sake of giving it up would be absurd. It stands to reason that we can only do without a lesser thing when we possess something greater. I can say no to my pride, money, pleasures, because I have said yes to Jesus, 
because I have discovered in Jesus another sort of riches that is still greater. It is Jesus who turns us away from evil. If only I could understand his love for me, let myself be won over by his love, until I am just one thing with him. Then, not I on my own, but both of us together, I holding on to his hand, he pulling my arm, then I could really turn away from sin and detach myself from evil. Because that is the true culmination of conversion, the conversion that is never completed, which we must always be redoing and which lasts our whole lifetime, to become one thing with Jesus Christ. That is the last word in Christian life. Jesus, with your grace, I will finally understand more clearly that Bible verse you give us. Convert us to yourself, O Lord, and we will be converted. If the key, Jesus, is to be on intimate terms with you, then I can't do that on my own. I can follow the grace you give me in faith, hope, and love to ask for it, to ask for you to come close to me that I may be closer to you. Help me to wake up to your presence and to see you then in other people, to grow in virtue, virtue in such a way that I enjoy seeing you in people. I find myself serving you. It's something that I, I like to do, I want to do. One day, a long time ago, around the year 400, some sarcastic person told St. Augustine of Hippo, I don't want to have a kingdom. It's enough for me if I'm just not damned. Well, but Jesus, you said, come, blessed of my father, and you have a kingdom for us, prepared for us from the foundation of the world. There's no middle ground here. I must be like you, Lord. I must be another Christ. Then it's not just me doing things, but serving you. It's And that comes from my being that way. Not just actions done, although actions are certainly important. And the poor, the sick, the blind, the lame, they receive all of these services. But it's about being, about being another you. Then it, it comes naturally. It comes about because I look the way you look. I see souls the way you see souls. It is not enough just to avoid sin. I must take on you, Lord. St. Augustine replied to his critic, For the Lord said, Since iniquity has abounded, the charity of many has grown cold, but he who perseveres to the end will be saved. He promises salvation to those who persevere in charity, not in iniquity. Where there is charity, then evil works which separate from the kingdom of God cannot exist, for the whole law is fulfilled in what has been written. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And one could go on saying, there is no divorce between personal virtue and love of neighbor. Well, there really are one and the same. After all, to reign means to care for the well-being of another. And since we are made in Christ's image, how we are bound to love him and others as ourselves and others just as he loves them. So the best form of love of self is precisely to be like Christ and practice love of neighbor. And this, this has to be then the opposite of sensuality. St. Thomas Aquinas says, A man loves himself more when he is zealous for the well-being and care of others. 
and he reserves for himself the better part, since it is godlike for him to be a cause of well-doing for others than for himself alone. Jesus, may our love for our neighbor make us like you, Christ our King. You will then count our service to others as done to yourself, and we will inherit the kingdom with you. May my spirit of examination be led by your grace, Jesus, so that in this blessed time of Lent, I may be taking on you, being another you. Again, convert me, O Lord Jesus, and I will be converted. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Monday of the first week of Lent, February 27, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins right now as we join with the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be be gracious and and bless us. us. And And let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, Harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our Our God, God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts.
Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Show Show me me your your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Lord, do not reprove me in your anger. Punish me not in your rage. Have mercy on me, Lord, I have no strength. Lord, heal me. My body is racked. My soul is racked with pain. But you, O Lord, How long? Return, Lord, rescue my soul. Save me in your merciful love. For in death no one remembers you. From the grave, who can give you praise? I am exhausted with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow with tears. I bedew my bed with weeping. My eye wastes away. With grief, I have grown old, surrounded by my foes. Leave me, all of you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will accept my prayer. All my foes will retire in confusion, foiled and suddenly confounded. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, you love mercy and tenderness. You give life and overcome death. Look upon the many wounds of your church. Restore it to health by your risen Son, so that it may sing a new song in your praise. Show Show me your mercy, Lord. Lord. And keep me safe. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad, and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned, judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked, and have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities. Their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Sing psalms to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim his mighty works among the peoples. 
for the avenger of blood has remembered them, has not forgotten the cry of the poor. Have pity on me, Lord, see my sufferings, you who save me from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praise at the gates of the city of Zion and rejoice in your saving help. The nations have fallen into the pit which they made, their feet caught in the snare they laid. The Lord has revealed himself and given judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Let the wicked go down among the dead, all the nations forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hopes of the poor be in vain. Arise, Lord, let men not prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Lord, strike them with terror. Let the nations know that they are but men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God, when you judge, do not be deaf to the shouts of the poor. Bring havoc to the madness of oppressors. Look at our wounds and save us from the gates of death, so that we may always rejoice in your help and speak your praise in the gates of Zion. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. A reading from the book of Exodus. God said to Moses, I am the Lord. As God the Almighty, I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But my name, Lord, I did not make known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they were living as aliens. And now that I have heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians are treating as slaves, I am mindful of my covenant. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will free you from the forced labor of the Egyptians and will deliver you from their slavery. I will rescue you by the outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and you shall have me as your God. You will know that I, the Lord, am your God, when I free you from the labor of the Egyptians and bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you as your own possession. I, the Lord. But when Moses told this to the Israelites, they would not listen to him because of their dejection and hard slavery. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go and tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites leave his land. But Moses protested to the Lord, 
If the Israelites would not listen to me, how can it be that Pharaoh will listen to me, poor speaker that I am? Still, the Lord, to bring the Israelites out of Egypt, spoke to Moses and Aaron, and gave them his orders regarding both the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people God has made his own. Once you were not his people, but now you are the people of God. I will adopt you as my own people, and I will be your God. I, your Lord, will free you from Egypt's slavery. My mighty arm will bring you back. I will adopt you as my own people, and I will be your God. From a sermon by St. Gregory Nanzianza Bishop. Recognize to whom you owe the fact that you exist, that you breathe, that you understand, that you are wise, and above all, that you know God and hope for the kingdom of heaven and the vision of glory, now darkly as in a mirror, but then with greater fullness and purity. You have been made a son of God, co-heir with Christ. Where did you get all this, and from whom? Let me turn to what is of less importance, the visible world around us. What benefactor has enabled you to look upon, look out upon the beauty of the sky, the sun in its course, the circle of the moon, the countless number of stars, with the harmony and the order that are theirs like the music of a harp? Who has blessed you with rain, with the art of husbandry, with different kinds of food, with the arts, with houses, with laws, with states, with a life of humanity and culture, with friendship and the ease of familiarity of kingship? Who has given you dominion over the animals, those that are tame and those that provide you with food? Who has made you Lord and master of everything on earth? In short, Who has endowed you with all that makes man superior to all other living creatures? Is it not God who asks you now in return to show yourself generous above all other creatures for the sake of all other creatures? Because we have received from him so many wonderful gifts, will we not be ashamed to refuse him this one thing only, our generosity? Though he is God and Lord, he is not afraid to be known as our Father. Shall we for our part repudiate those who are kith and kin? Brethren and friends, let us never allow ourselves to misuse what has been given us by God's gift. If we do, we shall hear St. Peter say, Be ashamed of yourselves for holding on to what belongs to someone else. Resolve to imitate God's justice, and no one will be poor. Let us not labor to heap up and hoard riches while others remain in need. If we do, the prophet Amos will speak out against us with sharp and threatening words. 
Come now that you say, when will the new moon be over so that we may start selling? When will the Sabbath be over so that we may start opening our treasures? Let us put into practice the supreme and primary law of God. He sends down rain on just and sinful alike and causes the sun to rise on all without distinction. To all earth's creatures he has given the broad earth, the springs, the rivers, and the forests. He has given the air to the birds and the waters to those who live in the water. He has given abundantly to all the basic needs of life, not as a private possession, not restricted by law, not divided by boundaries, but as common to all, amply and in rich measure. His gifts are not deficient in any way because he wanted to give equality of blessing to equality of worth and to show the abundance of his generosity. Love your enemies, do good, share freely, and ask for nothing in return. Then you will be true sons of your Father. Who makes, who makes sun shine on the good and the bad, and, and sends rain upon honest and dishonest men alike. Be compassionate as your Father is compassionate. Who makes his sun shine on the good and the bad, and sends his rain upon honest and dishonest men alike. Let us pray. Convert us, O God our Savior, and instruct our minds by heavenly teaching, that we may benefit from the works of Lent through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday of the first week of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear the famous parable of the sheep and the goats from the 25th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you 
came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see thee hungry and feed thee, or thirsty and give thee drink? And when did we see thee a stranger and welcome thee, or naked and clothe thee? And when did we see thee sick or in prison and visit thee? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see thee hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to thee? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me, and they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The devil is real. Defeating him is one of the reasons why Jesus came. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Jesus' life was summarized in the Acts of the Apostles in the words, He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. And St. John, speaking about the cause of the Incarnation, explains the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Christ is the true victor over the devil. Now shall the ruler of this world be cast out, Jesus will say at the Last Supper a few hours before his Passion. God decided to enter into the history of mankind in a new and definitive manner by sending his own Son in human flesh, so that through him he might snatch men from the power of darkness and of Satan. Nevertheless, the devil continues to retain a certain power over the world insofar as men reject the fruits of the redemption. He has dominion over those who in one way or another voluntarily surrender themselves to him, preferring the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of grace. This is why we should not be surprised if we often see evil apparently triumph and justice cruelly wronged here and there. It should give us great confidence to know that our Lord has left us many means by which to conquer and to live in this world with the peace and joy of a good Christian. Among these means are prayer, mortification, the frequent reception of Holy Communion, and the sacrament of penance, and love for Our Lady. We are always safe in Our Lady's company. The use of holy water is also an effective means of protection against the devil's influence. 
You ask me why I always recommend with such insistence the daily use of holy water? I could give you many reasons, but there could be none better than that of the saint of Avila. From nothing do evil spirits flee more precipitately, never to return, than from holy water. John Paul II exhorts us when we pray to think more about what we say in the last petition of the Our Father. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil, from the evil one. Do not let us give in, Lord, to the infidelity towards which the one who has been unfaithful right from the beginning entices us. The best way we have of showing that we want to replace the non servium of the devil with our personal servium, I will serve you, Lord, is by making a special effort this Lent to improve in our faithfulness to what we know God wants of us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. To my words, give ear, O Lord. Give heed to my groaning. Attend to the sound of my cries, my King, 
and my God. It is you whom I invoke, O Lord. In the morning you hear me. In the morning I offer you my prayer, watching and waiting. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. Lead me, Lord, in your justice. Because of those who lie in wake, make clear your way before me. No truth can be found in their mouths. Their heart is all mischief, their throat a wide open grave, all honey their speech. All those you protect shall be glad and ring out their joy. You shelter them, in you they rejoice, those who love your name. It is you who bless the just man, Lord. You surround him with favor, as with a shield. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, all justice and all goodness comes from you. You hate evil and abhor lies. Lead us, your servants, in the path of your justice, so that all who hope in you may rejoice with the Church and in Christ. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. For all in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you, and you have dominion over all. In your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise the majesty of your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Adore the Lord in his holy court. Adore, Adore the, the Lord in his holy court. O give the Lord, you sons of God, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Adore the Lord in his holy court. The Lord's voice resounding on the waters. The Lord on the immensity of waters. The voice of the Lord, full of power. The voice of the Lord, full of splendor. The Lord's voice shattering the cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, and Syrian like a young wild ox. The Lord's voice 
flashes flames of fire. The Lord's voice shaking the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord's voice rending the oak tree and stripping the forest bare. The God of glory thunders. In his temple they all cry, Glory! The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. You live forever, Lord and King. All things of the earth justly sing your glory and honor. Strengthen your people against evil, that we may rejoice in your peace and trust in your eternal promise. Adore, Adore the, the Lord in his, his holy court. A reading from the book of Exodus. You have seen for yourselves how I bore you up on eagle wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God, God himself will set me free from, from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And, and from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. snare. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. You have been blessed by my Father. Come and receive the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. You have been blessed by my Father. Come and receive the kingdom prepared for you 
from the foundation of the world. Praise to Jesus, our Savior. By His death He has opened for us the way of salvation. Let us ask Him. Lord, guide your people to walk in your ways. God of mercy, you gave us new life through baptism. Make us grow day by day in your likeness. Lord, guide your people to walk in your ways. May our generosity today bring joy to those in need. In helping them, may we find you. Lord, guide guide your people to walk in your ways. Help us to do what is good, right, and true in your sight. And to seek you always with undivided hearts. Lord, guide guide your your people people to walk walk in your your ways. Forgive our sins against the unity of your family. Make us one in heart and spirit. Lord, guide guide your your people to walk in your ways. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, Lord, guide guide your people to to walk in your ways. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Convert us, O God our Savior, and instruct our minds by heavenly teaching, that we may benefit from the works of Lent through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Well, get on out there, pray fast, and give alms. That's what Lent is all about. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.